Hello and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, school, work, and other things that we deal with on an everyday basis. On this podcast, topics such as faith and lifestyle will be covered and discussed. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. Today we're going to be talking about backsliding from faith. Backsliding, also known as falling away or described as committing apostasy, is a term used within Christianity to describe a process by which an individual who has been converted to Christianity reverts to pre-conversion habits and or lapses or falls into sin when a person turns from God to pursue their own desire. The action of returning back to our old selves. You know, because once you accept Jesus, the whole idea is that you are leaving behind your old self, your old ways, your old mindset that is stuck in sinful ways and become a new person with a whole new life. The old self passes and a new one is reborn. Now, this is not to be confused with the worldly belief of reincarnation. Reincarnation referring to the belief that After a person physically dies, they are reborn as like another person or an animal or another thing. What I'm referring to is the idea of leaving your old life and old ways behind. And essentially, you do become a new person because you have a new way of thinking. You have a new mindset. You have new beliefs and new values and new things that you abide by in your life. You are adopting a new way of living and submitting your life to the Lord. I feel like backsliding is something that many Christians deal with, yet it isn't widely talked about often in church. This can often lead to Christians feeling like they are kind of like the only ones who struggle with certain sins, certain habitual sins. The reality is we backslide more than we realize. To me, it is that defeating moment after I decide to take one step forward to God. You know, I decide like I'm so sick of the way I'm living, the way I'm acting, and I just want to be full of passion for the Lord and dedicating everything I do for him. I want to get off my phone more, get off social media and like spend more time in the presence of the Lord. And, you know, especially when I was fasting, you know, that week where I fasted off of social media and secular music, that was me taking a step forward, being like, you know what, God, I want to be fully committed to you and devoted to you and I want to give you more of my time. But then, inevitably, as humans, we mess up with sin. We fall back, and it feels like we are literally taking 10 steps backward from God. The enemy loves this situation, and he loves to use the situation to essentially kick us while we are already down. The enemy will whisper lies and make you feel like there's no point in trying to, you know, get rid of this sin, and it's a hopeless situation to avoid sin overall. In all honesty, There have been many points in my own life where I believe this lie. You know, I felt like a certain habitual sin would be something that I would just deal with for my whole life. Like at certain points, it feels like I can never get over this sin or even picture my life where this sin isn't impacting me in some way. I am very certain that many people can relate to this exact situation. I wanted to share some verses to help empower us whenever we may feel defeated about sin and overcoming habitual faults in our own lives. 1 John 1 9. 
If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, so that he will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Psalms 103, 8-13 The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always contend with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor awarding us according to our guilty deeds. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our wrongdoings from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Ephesians 1, 7-8 In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our wrongdoings, according to the riches of his grace which he lavished on us. These are just a few verses that truly highlight how compassionate and forgiving God is. God is willing to forgive you of all your sins. Every single time you stumble, he is there willing to help you up, get you back on your feet, forgive you, and move forward with you. However, we shouldn't be quick to think this means that we can just, you know, sin as much as we like because, you know, God will forgive us. This is wrong for so many reasons, including that it's, first of all, a very unhealthy way to view God's grace, such as, well, I can sin and I know he will forgive me. While this is true, it's taking advantage of grace and mercy that we aren't even deserving of. Another reason is that sins are very destructive. That quote-unquote little sin can hold massive consequences for not only our life, but for others' lives. The reason we are told not to engage in certain behaviors is not to withhold all the fun in life, because I see that a lot where people are like, oh, I feel like being a Christian is so boring, but I think it all depends on what you consider fun, but it's definitely not boring just because there are certain things we are told not to do. You know, we are told not to engage in these certain behaviors to withhold the consequences that we are often very much unaware of. You know, I think it's something I learned in school, like the younger you are, like the more you think you are untouchable. You know, you're like, I can do all these risky behaviors because my friends were okay, so I'll definitely be okay. But the reality is that's not true. You know, you never know the consequences that can come about due to one sin or one risky behavior that you decide to engage in. The last reason is that we are not guaranteed tomorrow. So to say, oh, I can sin today and repent tomorrow is a risk because you don't know if you are going to be given tomorrow. Don't follow the lies of the enemy that say, oh, that sin's not so bad or what's the worst thing that could possibly happen or, you know, you're never going to get over this sin. So why even try? He's only trying to hold you back because he is fearful of the potential of your life that can be found when you fully dedicate yourself to the Lord and receive your confidence, your validation, your happiness all in the presence of Jesus. You can truly backslide as far as you want and God will still love you. And there is nothing that can separate you from his love. You can try to run as far as you want and the presence of the Lord will never leave your side. God knows every sin that you have struggled with and will struggle with. Yet nothing changes the way that he adores you and wants you to follow him and trust him with your life. Romans 8, 37-39 but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. 
For I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So now that we've talked about that, I wanted to cover a variety of ways that we can recover after backsliding. Starting with admitting your sins and being honest with God. Ask him to reveal any triggers that cause you to backslide with sin. For me, I feel like it's whenever I am very anxious or overwhelmed that I fall back into habitual sin. When we can be more aware of our triggers, we can recognize our habitual mistake. Look for a devotion that relates to your habitual sin. Even on the Bible app, on a website, like on Pinterest, I am certain there are other people who have struggled with the same things or similar things to your current situation. And more than often, God can use this as an opportunity to directly speak to you and share helpful scripture. Deny yourself and trust that only Jesus can help you, no matter the sin, no matter how long you've been struggling with it, and no matter how much destruction it has caused, Jesus can help you through absolutely anything. There are so many powerful testimonies of people who were quote-unquote unsavable, and then they were completely transformed by the love of Jesus. No one is ever too far gone for the power and the mercy of God. Go to a trusted pastor or leader and ask them for advice. Don't hide from God due to whatever embarrassment or shame you may be feeling. God already knows what you did and is willing to forgive you of your sins and help you get on the right path. Swap time on Netflix for a Bible time or quality time with God. Put up barriers that are ways to help avoid sin. For example, if it's something on the internet, block certain websites, or put on time limits for the apps that you use. If certain people or environments cause you to stumble more often, try to avoid those situations. If you have a close and trusted friend, ask them to be your like accountability partner. The reality is, none of us can get ourselves back on track all on our own. We need God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Any other system, friend, family member, pastor, or leader who offers to help It's just an additional blessing in our own life. I think it's important to talk about backsliding because it's a reality of the life of a Christian. Christianity is not an easy religion in the fact that it takes a lot of work, a lot of diligence, and a lot of dedication. But the good thing is God is merciful and he is forgiving and he is willing to help us through any situation. And as I said, No one is ever too far gone. Don't live by the lies of the enemy. God can help you overcome that sin. Jesus can help break the shackles of the sin that has been tying you down for so long. There is freedom in the name of Jesus. There is a new life waiting for you that you can truly be living and, you know, find your fulfillment through Jesus and not through other things in this world. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it brings about a conversation just for just honesty and just the reality of our lives that it is very easy to slip back into our own ways, but also offering, you know, a chance to think about ways to recover after we backslide, to run back to Jesus instead of hiding in shame away from him. If you like this episode and want to share it on Instagram, be sure to tag me at joyfulheart. If you like the podcast, it would mean a lot to share it with a friend or to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And I will also have the show notes in the description for the definition that I used 
and all the Bible verses that I reference. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and a very blessed week. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and at joyfulheart.com for blog posts. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye!